0: Welcome, dear listeners, to a sacred journey through the pages of God's Word. I'm your guide in this adventure, Steve Kitts, and I'm truly grateful that you've joined me in another session of During Bible Study Podcast. Before we look closer into these verses that will illuminate your heart and your mind today, let us pause for a moment in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, as we open your precious Word, we look for your guidance and wisdom. May the Holy Spirit be our teacher. Illuminate the truth within each of these sacred pages. Bless all those that tune in today that they may find solace, inspiration, and spiritual growth through what is shared and explored in your Word. In Jesus' holy name we pray and amen. Being like Lot. We see the story of Lot in Genesis 14, around the 11th verse. In this tale of conflict and conquest, we see a political climate that is raging a war there with kings that had shifting alliances. And amidst this chaos, Lot, Abraham's nephew, became a spoil of war, a war that he did not create. While Lot may have been seeking the conflict because he settled near the land of Sodom where the conflict was found. In ancient warfare, it was common that the warring tribes would gather the spoils after defeating the enemy. They would take their possessions, the provisions, and and the people. All the things would be taken away as a sign of victory. In the war of the nine kings, this is what happened. As the four kings defeated the five, they plundered the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah along with all the people and took them all into captivity. Lot had settled in the land near Sodom because it looked fruitful. It was the best looking land, so he took it. By settling so close to this corrupt place, Lot had unintentionally put himself in harm's way. It looked good on the outside, but inside it was corrupt. The king of Sodom was one of the kings who rebelled against Shalemadmar. This became a contributing factor to the war being raged in the first place. And what he did, he refused to pay taxes to the other king. We see that this is an example of believers who try to act too much like the world. By setting close to Sodom, Lot not only put himself in a pragmatic place spiritually but physically as well. Lot had made a poor choice after all. Those believers who conform to the world must expect to suffer for it. For the sake of the gain that Lot went to Sodom, he now loses it all in a blow if we are not too careful. We strive after being rich, and we know that the Lord can get our attention if we strive after things besides Him. So in the scope of the divine narrative, there would be a conquest, a war, a displacement, and captivity, and yet God will remain faithful through it all. Lot's story parallels what would happen to the people of Israel later on. In, in in the Bible that we read. As the people of Israel would experience their seventy years of captivity in Babylon, we see that in Jeremiah twenty five. It's too so too does Lot, because he had to wait for his deliverance. Now deliverance would come with a swift and mighty hand, but not immediately. Just as God had A plan for Lot's rescue, so too did he provide for his people when they were taken into captivity in Babylon. Captivity and rescues are patterns throughout the narrative of the scripture. God is the one who restores and redeems his people. Isaiah 12 and 2 tells me, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and I will not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and my song, And he has become my salvation. Now Christians all over the world will face all kinds of suffering. Some even will be displaced like Lot due to things beyond their control like politics, corruption, war, natural disasters, and more. We all face unexpected battles, conflicts that we did not cause or seek out. And even in the most perilous situations, God is faithful to deliver his people. There will be times when we may suffer due to circumstances beyond our control. In those cases, we must call on the Lord for deliverance. And if that deliverance does not come immediately, we can still trust that salvation in Christ was one for us all. Romans 8 18, The sufferings of this present time, Paul explains, are not worth Comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us. And it goes on further to say in 1 Corinthians 4 and 17 this light momentarily affliction is preparing us for eternal weight of the glory beyond all comparisons. So sorrow and suffering will come in this lifetime, whether we seek it out or not. But all these trials will come to an end and we'll be ushered into God's kingdom which has no end. God will be faithful to the end. Keep that in your mind. Keep it in your heart. Let's close in a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, please be with those that are suffering in body and mind and spirit. For those who are victims of war or caught up in political situations beyond their control, please bring peace and provision to them. Help them with assurance of your love for them and in an eternal home, that you have promised them you have miracle protection that you provide for your people of all kinds that are in peril please deliver and persevere the lives of those that you love abide with us and keep us O lord in jesus holy name we pray amen